Welcome, welcome, welcome. The First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots across all sides of the aisle from all walks of life. First Team America Patriot Network. Wow, it has been busy. You have seen the craziness happening in this world. People united across languages, continents, fighting for freedom against the elite few who have worked in concert to create these unconstitutional mandates for a survivable illness that was bioweapon. That way it is a bioweapon lab created. UNC Chapel Hill, words getting out. Dr. Barrick won't escape that forever. Um, with the Chinese, Fauci, U.S. government, China partnership. Anyway, it is, it's horrifying to see that particular aspect of the U.S. partnering with China and using China lockdown and controls. China is the test bed for all things anti-freedom, anti-liberty, um, anti-individual, anti-family, anti-God, anti-peace. See, in the, in, and I'm convinced at this age, this ripe old age that I'm at, midlife, that there's no difference technically other than the description of what communism is versus corporatism versus fascism versus, com, you know, uh, shit, Marxism, all the other isms out there. Basically, it's an a, a elite few running the fucking show, and they have, and the others have not. And uh, those who do the work for them get some, but not what the elites get. Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Rothschilds, Warburgs, Rockefellers. I mean, this shit is just common knowledge. They'll call you conspiracy theorists because you bring that up, but they're the richest people. And there's richer people than that that, we, that doesn't get the press that these other lower tier level billionaires like Zuckerberg and Musk get. Um, but part of what I want to talk about in this episode is what has happened in Ottawa and Australia and New Zealand with these cops beating the fuck out of people. That lady they drugged by the hair in New Zealand naked across the grass. Was that fucking necessary? Absolutely not. You know, I'll just call it out. I was going to save this comment for later, but I'm going to throw it out here now because everything I've ever known about the rule of law, law and order, was that you always had a bunch of good cops and you had some bad cops. Just like you have good politicians and rotten politicians. But the problem with the, the badge is when you see the force that they've used on protesters they know who don't want to fight back, who don't want to use violence. And that just makes these, these fucking psychopathic cops, narcissist motherfuckers, want to beat the shit out of women and children and, and frail men. They'll never go after men unless there's five or more cops. And understand what I'm saying. I'm not picking on law and order. We need law and order. We need government. We're pro-government here at First Team America. We're not for corrupt government. And that's the big differentiator. Because corrupt government is rotten. Rotten to the core and it's unfixable. It's got to be totally cleansed. Same with some of the police forces. So what do you see in Ottawa? You see a bunch of peaceful protesters that are out there 
protesting unconstitutional government shutdowns, people losing their livelihoods because of this fucking turd, turdeau. I call him a turd because he's a piece of shit. And he's enacting laws or mandates that he doesn't have the power to do. And the people have weathered these constitutional man, unconstitutional mandates for so long that they've got to fight back. All the fluoride in the water, making people weak, effeminate, uh, not have any backbone or spine. And again, hear me out. I'm not saying that we need to be offensive in action. But what I am saying is, is when they push hard and are brutal, you fucking fight back. They push, you push. They hit, you hit. That's what you have to do. That's how you defeat tyranny. You can't obedient your way out of a tyranny. And those jackbooted thugs who say they're just following orders, it's just a job, are beating the shit out of women, children, and men. We're seeing more of it come out of Ottawa. I witnessed the videos that someone took when the cops stopped. No one was looking, even though they looked around. They're punching and kneeing a guy that is already handcuffed behind his back in a squad car. That was one of them. The other one, which was greatly disturbing is when these coward-ass Ottawa police guys on horses, and these aren't little thoroughbreds. These are Percherons. These are large work-type horses, and they pick them for a purpose because they can move people and they can trample people. And they don't like to admit it's a part of trampling. Well, what did they show on video? People were there. They weren't messing with the cops. The cops were all ballistic up, standing there, you know, ready to kick some ass wanting to kick some ass, wanting to outdo each other on beating up uh, peaceful protesters. And you good cops who are listening, you know who the bad fuckers are in your departments, your agencies. You fucking know. And because you stay silent, you're a fucking coward for not calling them out and calling out the bad apples. You've got to rise up. You can't hide behind that thin blue lie while they're kicking the shit out of citizens. Because guess what? At this time, this United States is a fucking tinderbox. And yep, you're hearing the fuck, fuck, fuck words tonight. As this shit is driving me crazy to see this brutality when there was no need for this brutality. Those protesters were peacefully assembling, airing their grievances, despite the federal provocateurs from Canada trying to get in and make these truckers kill somebody or grab somebody's ass or do something lewd. They were bought, they were peaceful and not tearing things up. They were picking up litter, cleaning up the streets, feeding the homeless. My God, is that a crime? But anyway, my anger is directed tonight in this podcast towards the cowardly, silent officers who may be good officers, but because they remain silent and don't call this out, this only further decimates the reputation of police. And in the long run, if shit does hit the fan, then what's the description of shit hits the fan? Well, the economy's not really fucking strong. We've known it's been a Ponzi scheme the entire time it was set up when the Fed, uh, when they created the central bank. It's been boom and bust cycles. It's been uh, uh, stealing money from the people, throwing it offshore, bringing it back in through uh, board uh, politicians' sons and daughters who are board members of these corrupt overseas companies. And they're bringing, repatriating the money that way or other way through payoffs, through kickbacks and bribes. And the DOJ has, is a sorry case these days and ignoring the corruption that the Biden years, Obama years, Bush years yielded. And they, they were aware of. 
They were aware of Hunter Biden buying crack. They had Secret Service Secret Service agents with him, knowing who was coming up close, where they were going when Hunter needed to go find crack. Who the crack guy was? It was probably delivering White House to the uh, delivering crack to the White House if Hunter was there. They also know these eight these Secret Service federal agents and other protected detail members from other agencies were also in witness to, and in view of the pedo porn with the Chinese younger, young underage. It just didn't leave the Secret Service at home when they went to China, okay? Let's stop that fucking lie right now. Those agents were within close proximity to Hunter Biden throughout every meeting he had, everywhere he went, and when his ass got on and off the plane, in and out of the hotel, or in and out of vehicles. He ate part of a motorcade. He's a VIP, very important person, unfortunately. And so they had at least probably four to eight, maybe 12 guys just with Hunter Biden. So they know what he was doing. You think the, um, I hate to say it, but it's a fucking joke. The intelligence agencies, you think they weren't interviewing Secret Service members and knowing in advance where Hunter was going, what his weaknesses were, what he was doing with the Chinese girls, uh, young underage girls? Fuck yes, they knew. That's the part that is just disturbing beyond any level at this point. But back to the police brutality. I mean, what we're seeing up there, and some people will will say, you know, they weren't beating people's asses like that during BLM in the U.S. They let them get away with a lot of, of violence and destruction and looting and killing un, uh, uh, people you know, out there uh, during these riots, and they called them peaceful protests with burning buildings in the background. But what we're seeing in Ottawa is really out of character for the Canadians. That's how far left and pro-China they've gotten. And what you're seeing, and it's pretty apparent at this point, is that Trudeau is getting direction from the global elite rather than from his government. And I hope they vote down his effort to enact the emergency powers for Canada. And now they're trying to tie up people's money. If anything, people should start a bank run and pull out all your cash out of the banks. Because you know that is coming. This is this is part of the China is the test bed, the social credit system. You know, one of the things that we're going to see out of this whole deal is it's not going to get better. They're going to attempt even more censorship things because they know that they can't, they cannot fight against the world population when they're united. That's why they create the race wars. That's why they're, they're throwing in migrants. And that's all coordinated, paid for by our tax money that they're using nefariously to promote illegal immigration with our own tax money. And so what you're seeing is that all of this is designed to keep the whites, the blacks, the Indians, the Mexicans, the Asians, and everybody, all the little people. When I say little people, it's the non-government people who aren't really privy to the insider stuff. And they're trying to keep all of us fighting so that we're distracted from what their end goal is, which is to tie up this world into a one-world government where they rule forever, and they'll take away nationality, they'll take away individual rights, and it'll all be for save the world shit. People, if you think that's going to be good for you in the long run, then jump off the, the cliff right now because you're, you're living in a, a fool's dream. 
if anything, that is going to be the promotion of a slavery of which you could not even imagine. All this stuff that you see in these science magazines where they talk about, oh yeah, humans are going to eat bugs. It's a great source of protein. Or we're going to build factory meat for humans. Who do you think they're going to make eat that? You think Bill Gates is going to eat that shit? No, they're designing plans for the rabble that they think are the mouth breathers on the planet. And that's part of what is fueling this effort to really try to squelch this effort to protest peacefully. Now, you got to go together. Lamestream media is not going to show you anything on the police brutality. There's a big cover up with that. I've posted videos on Facebook. I've posted it on Getter. And I'll probably try to figure out some other ways. Uh, maybe I'll put it in some of my music videos. Uh, I write and play music. And uh, I'm getting a lot of, uh, uh, what's it called, encouragement to put these thoughts into music and call this shit out. And people, you've got to stand up. You have to be peaceful, but you've got to be bold. And you've got to say, enough's a fuck enough. See, the mandates end when we stop complying. Just like you've seen with the trucker strike on Canada, that crippled that government. That was a total fucking success for the truckers. As soon as the truckers made it to Ottawa and shut those fucking trucks off for two fucking weeks, that was a ravishing, that was a fucking huge success. That was a success. That shut down that Canadian government. Everybody saw Trudeau as a femboy asshat, which he still is. He's a little fem bitch. And they know he's effeminate, he's weak, and that's why he left and was not seen. He had these tough words in Parliament, but he's a little bitch. And the truckers made it known he's a little bitch. And they've scared the politicians into seeing that despite the blustering that the federal government controls the nation is bullshit. Those trucks and everyday people control that nation. Don't you ever forget it. Don't ever forget it. You want to do a modern day 21st century siege? Just have the truck drivers stop delivering product to New York or Washington, D.C. Just have them stop delivering to Washington, D.C. for two weeks. And you will see fucking panic, crime rates going up, people panicking because they can't get shit. Oh, man, they will be calling in the National Guard to drive trucks at that point. If you did that, if those truckers did that for all of these big cities like shithole Chicago, New York City, D.C., uh, L.A., you think of any big-ass shithole liberal city and just have the truck drivers across the U.S. do a little embargo for two weeks of not taking any loads into those cities. Oh, my gosh. You would quickly rebalance the centers of power from these fiefdoms of large cities that don't really produce anything other than manage the money and steal them from the suburbs and the rural areas, it would reset the power balance of this nation greatly. Now, I already know and I'm pleased to see that the truckers are going to be going to D.C. and perhaps other areas, and I encourage them to do that. I think our cops here in the States will be a little less... Uh, will be hesitant, and they should be, to try to do the same type brutality shit up in Canada. Because people here have had enough. 
I can sense it. I've traveled multiple states in the past several months and people are fucking fed up. It's only going to take one spark for people to lose their fucking minds. And when the people I'm talking about losing their minds, that's the middle class. Buddy, I tell you what, I don't, I don't fear criminals. I don't want to get in the confrontation or with them. I can fight my way out of it. But when the middle class starts rioting and tearing shit up because law enforcement has gone fucking rogue and jackbooted thug, and the middle class can see the writing on the wall, and what can they see on the wall? Many of you might not know, but the writing on the wall is actually from the Bible. Um, you should look it up. Anyway, especially that story on that. When the middle class has had enough, they will absolutely destruct so much shit. It will be unfucking imaginable. And many people up in the elite haven't fully digested what a, just a, a bunch of truckers could do. When the middle class starts saying, fuck no, you're not beating me in the street. And you're not coming to my house to take my guns. And you're not going to make me wear a fucking mask. And I'm not going to get a fucking shot. Buddy, I'll tell you what. I don't want to be around that. I don't want to see it happen. But it's almost as if that the powers that be, the elites, are trying to foment that. So they can act, enact martial law. But, you know, others have said it well. Former military intel guys, tier one special forces have all agreed on this point. If it goes kinetic, the government's not going to win. It's going to be sheer fucking terror, unfortunately, because it's just not a good situation for anybody. What you'll have is you'll have the elite hiding out in their bunkers, their tax dollar uh, built bunkers, trying to hide out from the shit they created. But, you know, if you guys go sh shopping to take out a few bunkers, always remember they need a, uh, uh, exhaust air and they need clean air. They can't run forever underground without having that air. So just look for the smokestacks or the uh, air vents. But anyway, the the challenge with all of this is, is that many are forgetting that this whole country is on edge. We're watching this shit. We're watching a stolen election. We're watching immigrants pour across the border. We're watching this corrupt administration fan the flames of a fucking war in Ukraine, which they destabilized from the... Russian rule and have been on Russia's front doorstep kicking rocks and sand at Russia saying, what are you going to do? NATO really is just a tool of the elite. <laughs> and where does this lead us? I think the best thing to happen is that the lamestream media was all crowing about Russia is going to invade Ukraine. You're, oh, it's going to happen. Russia is going to invade Ukraine. There's no doubt. Oh, it's going to happen. There is no doubt at all. It's going down. Putin's going to invade this weekend. And he pulled back. And here's the great part. Independent journalists reported that there was troop movement from Russia away from the borders. What did lamestream media do? And they're always late to the punch. Lamestream media. Oh, no, 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 no reports. No, that's not true. Russia's still on the border and they're going to invade. <laughs> and Russia pulled farther back and made Biden look like the fucking corrupt asshat that he is. Dimension addled, riddled person. And it was beautiful. I don't care if Russia shames Biden. It does not matter to me. It does not hurt America. It hurts that corrupt bastard. It does not. It, I'm not, I don't have to be patriotic that America was shamed because of a corrupt 
you know, illegitimate uh, president. Anything, I want to see Putin do that. I want to see him shame Biden for their, he knows how bad they are. He's dealt with them for years, decades. They've got dossiers, probably eight file cabinets deep on both of them, their weaknesses. You know, how to exploit them, how to, how to use them, how to make them look bumbling and, and foolish. And they've done well with that because uh, the Bidens seem to do it on their own. But anyway, back to this part of how this police brutality is not good. You know, again, this whole nation, it, in, unless you live in L.A. and are drinking the Kool-Aid from CNN, there's a lot of patriots that are still pissed off that they felt the election was stolen. We've seen people who hadn't done hardly anything violent just being at the Capitol. Suddenly they don't have a trial. They don't have a trial date. They've not been charged and they've been held without that. I can guarantee you the next times the Fed show up at people's doorstep with similar type charges, they're not going to go peacefully. And the same thing with red flag laws. You want to you kick the hornet's nest. That's not a wise thing to do. It's not a wise thing to do because, and I'm worried about this. I, I don't want to see this happen at all. So before anybody twists my words, I am gravely concerned about how pompous and foolish it is for our law enforcement to be hammering on peaceful protesters, whether it's ours or can- ours or candidates, close enough, but to be hammering on people and beating peaceful protesters and driving horses into the crowd on top of people, especially a disabled woman on a motorized or um, bike, and just crushing her with these 16, 1800 pound percherons or whatever horse type they are for peacefully protesting is just lunacy and it's uncalled for. I know I've probably beat that into the ground, but understand what the repercussions are. The repercussions are people are not going to fucking take it. See, we only have law and order and let's, let's make this realistic. The, the, the governments never want to admit to the people how much power the people have because they won't be able to do all the corrupt shit they get away with. The trucker strike has opened eyes amongst all of the people and patriots to see that we do control barter down. And it's within our ability to make this government wake the fuck up and stop being corrupt and start doing the right things for this nation. So I hope all the people listening to this podcast understand I am a nationalist. I'm pro-U.S. first and foremost. No doubt about it. Just like people from France should be for France first. People from Germany should be for Germany first. So I'll take those nationalist claims and your supposed slang or or, um, accusations. I am a nationalist. America first, baby. America first. Protect our borders. Have a legal immigrant system. Legal. The other thing is that with all of this stuff happening, with with this lawless effort, we need law and order. We need police out there. But what we're seeing with the police being told to stand down as the BLM riots occurred and they were robbing and pillaging and taking a fucking knee with a socialist Marxist entity was just unfucking believable. In fact, in Norfolk, Virginia, when Rittenhouse went in and mowed down a bunch of pedophile and felons, and go Rittenhouse, you fought like a lion, support you all the way, buddy. Um, 
when Rittenhouse was trying to get a defense uh, pot going along to defend himself from false accusations and a malicious fucking Soros-sponsored prosecutor was trying to cut Rittenhouse's legs off. Um, you know, people contributed, including a Norfolk cop on his spare time contributed some money and ended up getting fired because he contributed money. Well, the, the worst part is is that shitbag chief of police chosen because of his skin color without having the qualifications at that same department was out there taking a fucking knee with BLM. Unfucking believable. So this is the kind of thing that you're seeing. And again, all of this, what I'm trying to reinforce now is America is a powder box. It is a tinder box. It is a bunch of dried grass, as dry as you can get. And we've got idiots trying to put a match to it. So again, be peaceful, but at the same time, you have no obligation, zero obligation to be weak, to go ahead, to allow it to happen. When faced with the threat of tyranny and enslavement and loss of liberty, you have no obligation to obey any fucking power that's trying to take your rights and trying to enforce tyrannical, unconstitutional actions. The Founding Fathers wrote it. They were not terrorists. They were visionary people. And any entity that tries to tell you you're a domestic terrorist at that time, wear it with a badge of honor. Because your job is to ensure that our posterity and my job and everybody's job who calls himself a patriot or actually that inhabits the United States has a duty to ensure that our posterity will enjoy the same liberty and freedoms our founders envisioned for this country. That is your duty. Whether you're military or law enforcement, your duty as a citizen of this country is to ensure that this country survives and it is natural for there to be bloodshed and the blood of patriots spilt on that tree of liberty to keep it growing. The founders knew it and that's what made this country that's what made this country. So, what's the moral takeaway from that? There's no offensive action needed on this. That is entirely not the intent. It was to defend this country, to defend our liberty. What you'll see happen is that these federal agents will take whack jobs and people they've uh, compromised or know not to be intellectually there, easy to control. Uh, they will use them sort of like they've done with the mass shootings and other things to try to vilify movements, just like they took out JFK, Martin Luther King, because they were a threat to the powers. And then they'll do the same thing to the liberty movement. They'll try to vilify it. They'll try to do something horrific. Kind of, and, and how to, I want you to understand false flags. It's part of the U.S. operation. What they're doing is they're accusing Russia of what they've already done. I have no doubt that U.S. interests in Russia, if it's true, <clears throat> that that schoolhouse in Donbass or wherever that was shot up was, I, I don't believe that was uh, Russia at all. I believe that was a false flag meant to fan the flames of war so that they could just distract from what else is happening, probably a crashing economy in this great reset that this fucking idiot Klaus Schwab wants to promote. And in my opinion, 
if we ever needed a crazy fucker, it'd be somebody that would stalk fucking Klaus Schwab and George Soros. I mean, gosh, I can't imagine any more evil people. But anyway, I'm not saying I'd like to see anything bad happen other than maybe a, a severe uh, COVID cold on them. Um, but never underestimate the power of the federal government or federal governments to uh, put in agent provocateurs and blow shit up uh, just to vilify movements and people that want freedom or improvements in their lives. I was quite shocked that uh, they didn't have a chance to really infiltrate the truckers and set something off there, thankfully. Thank God. But anyway, so I'm going to close this thing out. I, I want you a couple things to remember. I'm not vilifying all cops. I'm vilifying bad cops. I'm calling out corrupt leadership, not only in the police forces, but the mayors, the city councils, uh, the governors, the uh, health departments. I'm calling out corrupted, weak uh, leadership that does not support what this country was founded on and have enacted and helped support mandates that have cost people their jobs, their homes, their families, and have led to suicides and to the deaths around the world through the release of that bioweapon. <clears throat> it's no small, that's it's really demonic forces at work. That's what's going on right now. Um, again, I'm not, we do, cannot have offensive action, that kind of stuff. Leave that up to the feds. They'll take care of it. You know, I, I tell you, they will, they'll do their false flags. We as patriots, we have to get involved in local government. We've got to be involved in the school boards. We've got to be holding our board of supervisors accountable. We've got to make sure our delegates are carrying the water for us and not for the party. We've got to be peaceful, encourage our fellow patriots and brothers and sisters. Nobody is admitting right now that they voted for Biden. Oh, I wish they'd start crowing up so we could say, oh, how's your boy? You know? You still have idiots wearing face masks that don't fucking know that that face mask doesn't protect them from shit. And it's the same dirty ass face mask they've been wearing for months, maybe even years. And people need to wake up. What I tell you now is train, stack, have food stored up. You're going to see this trucker strike hit the U.S. Love your families. Love your friends. Protect this nation. There will be lawless times, uh, especially if these big cities uh, uh, undergo a siege from truckers saying, fuck you, liberal areas. You've ruined this country. We're going to shut off the supply of goods to you. And rightfully show, if they can shut off people's jobs because they didn't get a shot or a booster, well, guess what? The same thing works. Truckers should shut down their cities, stop supplying the military bases with, with goods, until these soldiers are no longer mandated to have this poison put in their bodies. In fact, here's one thing I'd like the agency spooks to, to listen to right now on this thought. I know they're listening at this point, trying, their, trying to uh, vilify anybody who loves this country and wants to see it succeed and is pro-law and order, pro-U.S., pro-peace. Is that all of those guys that you've kicked out of that military... Think about this long and hard. I don't know how many are still in after Iraq. How many have multiple battle tours? How many were tier one, tier two special forces units? How many were pilots? How many were electronics guys? 
How many were comms guys or people? How many could drive tanks? How many could fire howitzers? How many were EOD? How many were snipers? Do you think you've hurt the ranks of the people or helped the ranks of the people with that? With those assets that would fight to save this country from tyrants? Oh, I think they've blessed our ranks. I think they've blessed our ranks. Just like the FEMA colonel that couldn't handle an open dialogue on LinkedIn. He had made a comment. This is FEMA Region 9 West. This shitbag colonel had made a comment that after when Biden was sworn in, how he needed we needed to retrain Trumpers. And when I asked how he would do that, whether that involved camps and uh, uh, labor camps, he got a little offended. But it's true. And uh, never forget that in the National Guard and military branches, at least 75% of those units are um, patriots. They're very loyal to the country. And that's one thing that when I made that comment to that FEMA colonel, he shut down and they deleted my post. He shut down because he realized he was running his mouth publicly about how he felt about the 75% within his unit. And he went offline real quick and rightly so. So as you're sitting there at your desk and you're listening to shit, just think about that. 75% of the military are patriots. And remember what won this nation. It was only 3% of the people that actually fought or gave up. Or not gave up, but gave everything. Gave everything. See, the time when people fight the hardest, when they got nothing to lose. If they got nothing to lose, oh man, it's all like Donkey Kong. So everybody, I'm signing off here. Pray for peace. Pray for this nation. Pray for the corrupt to just fall over and die. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to pray for them to have a saved soul. They're evil, demonic. They have no good fruit. But pray for this nation. Pray for your families and friends. Again, be kind, be considerate. But at the same time, remember that it's your duty to keep this nation free, to protect your neighbor, and to make sure that this country survives and is in the same shape or better, actually is in better shape than when you were born and how you've grown up in this country. We need to return to freedoms, more liberties, more individual liberties, not for the collective. Anyway, this is First Team America, Patriot Network, by Patriots for Patriots, across all sides of the aisle and from all corners of the globe. Keep that fight for freedom going. Fight harder. I'm out. Have a wonderful weekend.